You're listening to the Back Home Network, presented by Homefield Apparel. Welcome, Hoosier fans, to this week's edition of Assembly Call Radio, where each week we discuss the most important topics in the world of Indiana basketball. This is our 304th edition of Assembly Call Radio, and it is our 961st episode overall of the Assembly Call, recorded on the evening of August 17th, 2023. I am your host, Jared Morris. And let's begin this edition of the Assembly Call, how we begin every edition of the Assembly Call, and that is with our Hoosier Proud Banner Moment. And Indiana is the national champion. When it comes down, Indiana will be champion. Smart takes the shot. This week's banner moment occurred on Monday when the matchups were announced for the Empire Classic, which will take place in New York City at Madison Square Garden on November 19th and 20th. The four teams in the Empire Classic are Indiana, Texas, Louisville, and Yukon. It's an excellent non-conference showcase for Indiana, playing on a national stage with other national basketball brands in an iconic arena where Mike Woodson had success with the Knicks. But ever since the event was announced, I was a little worried about the potential matchups. With Auburn and Kansas as the only other two marquee opponents on the non-conference schedule, Indiana really needs to get two quality matchups out of the Empire Classic. And Louisville's swift fall from grace under Kenny Payne put that at risk, especially with the natural temptation to guarantee an Indiana-Louisville matchup in round one because of its potential regional appeal. But the ideal scenario for Indiana, especially as it relates to building its NCAA tournament resume is to play the other two teams, both of whom are currently in the top 20 in Gary Parish's latest offseason top 25-1. and one. UConn is number 8 and Texas is number 20. Indiana doesn't quite make the cut for Parish, and Louisville ostensibly isn't even close, especially with this week's news that highly regarded freshman point guard Trenton Flowers is bouncing to Australia for the season. Well, the matchups were announced on Monday, and it couldn't have been better for Indiana with the Hoosiers matched up against UConn in Game 1, guaranteeing a matchup against a preseason top-10 team. The Hoosiers will then play the winner of Texas-Louisville the following day. If both of those teams are who we think they are, and if Indiana can topple UConn in the opener, the Hoosiers may well get their two marquee games against UConn and Texas. That should help Indiana's non-conference strength of schedule while giving the Hoosiers important opportunities for quality wins without the risk of a bad loss to Kenny Payne's crew. Now, nothing is guaranteed, so we'll have to see how good UConn and Texas actually are and if Louisville continues to struggle. But based on the best preseason projections we have right now, the Empire Classic draw couldn't have been more advantageous for an Indiana program that is looking to take yet another big step back toward national relevancy in Mike Woodson's third season. All right, now let me introduce my co-host this week. Andy and Ryan are both off, uh, but we do have some special guests. They're going to liven up tonight's episode. First, though, let me introduce my co-host. He is a longtime high school basketball coach in the state of Indiana, one of the world's most renowned bracketologists, as a leader of Delphi Bracketology, and a man who knows how to celebrate an epic win over your rival. Shafino! That's right. It's the coach. He remembers the days when a movie Cost a dollar, heaven help you if you ever decide to pop your collar. Play hard, but remember, fake hustle is a crime. He's the coach and it's time. Go 
Coach. It is Tonsoni time. What's on your mind? Well, you know, I don't like off-season videos and workout videos, but one came across social media today which showed uh, Mbako raising up and draining the three off the dribble, uh, which Indiana needs scoring and they need outside shooting. And so that kind of made the old coach happy to to kind of see that and, and maybe put to bed a little bit of those fears of the three or the four. Can't wait to see that young man uh, play uh, for real coming up here in uh, early November. Uh, the schedule, I think that's a great uh, schedule for Indiana. You win that first one, you're guaranteed two good ones. And even if you lose, I, I know Louisville's going to be down and what they do will end up affecting the net and all of that kind of stuff. But you have four Power 5 uh, games, and the schedule, we'll talk about that in a preview later. Even the other games are better scheduled as far as potential helping Indiana's uh, strength the schedule. And last, uh, shout out to Forrest Gray. Met him last year, birthday today. Uh, always, always good to interact, uh, with, with quality people. I wish him nothing but the best today and, um, uh, hoping I don't embarrass myself in segment two. Uh, you know, Bob Thompson is the favorite, uh, betting favorite uh, on DraftKings. So, uh, get your, get your, get your bets in early. Dude, we're probably not that far from being able to bet on things like that at DraftKings. You can bet on everything else <laughs> these days. And who are you talking about an off season video? What's going on? Coach? That got me excited. <laughs> <I tell you>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And also here with us, making his obligatory off-season appearance, he is the man behind the popular IU Artifacts Twitter account, the owner of one of the greatest personal collections of IU memorabilia in the world, and now the recently named coordinator of sports memorabilia collections for Indiana University. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him. It's Chris Williams here with us tonight for Trivia Night. Just kind of showing off a little bit with just an incredible background back there. That's why we love having Chris on. Chris, what's on your mind this week? Uh, well, it's that kind of year where we kind of time of year where we start to speculate about the upcoming season and the big announcement about UConn puts a lot of, you know, pump uh, a little bit more gas in the pedal in the season. And uh, I'm, you know, starting to, you know, you start to see the guys around campus and, you know, when you get to, do your job on a Friday afternoon and, oh, there's Alan Henderson and you get to go chat with him. And then, oh, there's Calvert Chaney and you get to go chat with him. And those kinds of things are, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun time to be in Bloomington right now with, uh, uh, with Calvert back. And, and, you know, it, there's a lot of question marks about the season, a lot of turnover uh, with the personnel and a lot of you guys coming in, but, you know, kind of looking at the schedule, um, you know, once if we can if we can do some damage in New York, and we got some great matchups. The one in Atlanta is obviously going to be a big one, but I'm circling that Kansas game. I'm really pumped up for that one. It's been um, almost 30 years since Kansas, Kansas, unless I'm mistaken, was in Bloomington, 1994. Yeah. Um, so that one's that one's going to be a big one. That one's I know is on everybody's mind. But uh, similar to Coach, the Mbako video was, you know, really made my day and pumped me up. But uh, I, you know, I, I'm anxious to see. You know what's what's going to happen with the shooting, and and you know it's just it's a new season. There's a lot of uh, you know what ifs and what's going to happen, and yeah, things are looking good in Bloomington, and the students are back, so it's it's pretty lively right now. Just casually name dropping, seeing Alan Henderson and Calvert Chaney. Like if you were trying to make me jealous that I don't live in Bloomington, you're doing a great job. I mean, I always feel yeah, that it's, way, but I have to tell you this: if you if anybody saw the picture that Alan posted on Instagram and Twitter. 
if you zoom in, I'm photobombing him in the top left corner because I was just about to meet him to talk about some stuff with him. So you can literally see me. And I told him later, I apologize because I'm my ugly face is in your, in your photo. So if you zoom in, you can see me and it was not intended uh, to, for that to happen, but could not be a nicer guy. Alan Henderson, by the way. And also makes a great bourbon. I can say firsthand. Yes. I, uh, I have picked up the, the Bullock's burnt orange yes, uh, whiskey. I would highly, highly recommend that. And I know his wife is also, has her own line of non-alcoholic beverages that are doing quite well too. So ever, uh, forever the entrepreneur, uh, the Hendersons are. So I was able to get a bottle of that. And of course it's autographed and, you know, and I was kind of waiting for a special occasion to drink some of it, but you know, I put it up like, you know, in our liquor cabinet where we have some other stuff and, uh, we had some people over and my wife decided that she was going to mix some drinks. And I didn't know this of course at the time, but I came out a little while later and the bottle's like half gone. <laughs> I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> She like, she, she mixed it with like this grapefruit juice for her and her friends and loved it, said it was delicious. She was like, I didn't know that it was like a special bottle. And I was like, well, yeah, I probably should have mentioned something when I put it up there. So that's really my fault. But more of the story, she loved it. So even if you're not really a bourbon drinker, it is good for someone who doesn't even, isn't even a big bourbon drinker. So I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, but Hey, before we jump in to talking about home field apparel and who's your headlines, I want to learn a little bit more about your new position and what you're going to be doing and kind of what inspired that. Cause I think it's such a great idea for a school like Indiana. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it's, I'm extremely lucky to do it. It's, it's a part-time position. So I'm still a teacher by trade. I, I teach middle school here in Bloomington. And so um, like many of us went to the Kansas game in December, saw their, tremendous setup they have at Allen Fieldhouse. If you've never been there, you, you've got to go to a game. I, I still yeah, am in awe of that whole experience. It's a great place to watch a game. But I, I thought to myself, you know, we have the, the history, we have the lore, we have the prestige of our program, and we can, we can do something like that here, definitely. So um, kind of I drew up a, wrote up a proposal, uh, had the opportunity to meet with some, in, uh, some, people with athletics and was, you know, everything worked out. I, I'm extremely lucky, extremely grateful for IU for giving me the opportunity to do this. And uh, yeah, so basically what we're doing is, you know, evaluating our inventory that we have in terms of historic items uh, for all, all different sports and, and re-envisioning how we're going to showcase that. So we have some great things in the works in Hinky Hall of Champions um, we have some great things in the works to kind of tweak some things in, in Cook Hall, uh, especially to highlight our recent success with Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen Hood Shafino. Nice. And uh, obviously wanting to do uh, more to highlight our the tr tremendous women's program and the recent tremendous success they've had. Um, so we're going to be doing a lot of that as well. And, you know, doing some stuff in Assembly Hall. Um, you know, we, I kind of pitched an idea of doing something about the history of Assembly Hall that included, includes um, the early seasons under Coach Knight. And the obviously it coincides with the first season in Assembly Hall, but also the uh, the culture, the music, the political vi visitors, like a little bit of everything. And there's just so much that has happened uh, in Assembly Hall. Like Elvis Presley had one of his last concerts in Assembly Hall. So did he um, really? I guess that, that. Yeah, he did. 1977. So um wow. I'm really, I'm really excited. Like I said, um, 
it, it's the opportunity has been tremendous and I'm extremely lucky to have this opportunity and I'm anxious to, to get started with some of these projects to really um, showcase our history. And, and uh, we have some great ideas coming up, especially with Olympians that we want to do. And so, uh, you know, I, I get giddy really every time I get to go in there and, and do things. And I've met some great people and got to talk to uh, just some people that are very supportive and really uh, are, are supportive of what we're trying to do. And so it's, it's, it's been a great experience. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to continuing that. If someone listening to this happens to have stuff that would be you know, useful to display for something like that, what's yeah. the best thing for them to do? Reach out to you directly? Yeah, they can reach out to me. My contact information is on the IU Athletics directory. Um, my my, you know, ginormous forehead with the lack of hair is blinding you on that picture. You can find it quite easily. But yeah, I think send me an email. Um, I've 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 started to kind of try to network more with that, especially with former athletes. We had a great uh, great reunion here in May, honoring fifty plus years of IU soccer as a varsity sport. Oh, wow. Um, and we and we really tried to put the word out to uh, those athletes to to save what they have, and if they want it to be uh, taken care of and remembered and documented and protected, they can send it to IU. And so, yeah, they can contact me directly. Um, we're always looking for items that we can use to kind of showcase. Like I said, and it doesn't, you know, we we're trying to expand obviously across all the sports that we have at IU. It's not just a focus on just football or basketball or swimming or soccer. We want to, we want to bring everything in. We've, I've, one of the coolest things I found is a, um, I don't know the correct term, but headgear for uh, wrestling from the 1930s. It has oh, wow. this really cool old insignia logo on it. And I'm, I'd love to do something with that. And, and uh, you know, you know, it's just, it's, you find all these great things and, and you're, you're, wanting to see how we can use it and, and more than anything, make sure that we're saving what needs to be saved and, and what doesn't need to be saved, we can make room for. So that's, um, that's really what's been so fun about it. And like I said, I can't um, say enough how lucky I am to do this because it's just, it's like a dream job. It really is. I mean, if anybody was born for a job or if anybody has earned a job, I can't imagine a better fit than you doing this. That's so great, man. And I'm so glad the university is taking it seriously and, you know, is putting someone like you in charge of this because we do have such a rich history and let's display it. You know, it's, it's powerful. So I I love it. I'm very excited about it. Very excited. Well, cool. Well, if you have anything, you know, questions, or if you have stuff that you think might be useful, get in touch with Chris. Um, If you don't know how to get in touch with him, get in touch with me and I will forward it to Chris. So either way, we will make sure that he gets it. Um, all right, gentlemen. So we have something fun planned for tonight. We're going to hit a few Hoosier headlines. Uh, there's a couple things that we need to talk about here right off the top. But then once we get to segment two, we are doing IU basketball trivia. So Chris has crafted, handcrafted 20 trivia questions for us. And Chris, can you confirm, are these trivia questions from the assembly call era, quote unquote, from 2011 to now? Or did you go all the way back in time? No, I, I stuck with your uh, with your suggestion. So I would say ninety nine percent of what we're going to be asking is related specifically to this this era from 2011, 12 season to present. Maybe a throwback or two, but it's definitely going to be questions that very much connect to this era. Nice. So we're going to be doing that and competing for trivia supremacy. 
And it won't just be me and Coach, but Ryan and Andy couldn't be here. And so we wanted some other folks to step up. And we had a bunch of community members who, you know, they nominated each other. Uh, and a couple of them were chosen at random. But Bob Thompson, who does all of our music, uh, will be here. And Valerie Elliott as well, with her husband, Jim, I believe, too. So they're going to join us here in segment two. But we got a couple things to do before we get to that. Uh, and so let's uh, do that now. Let's talk about our presenting sponsor. This edition of Assembly Call Radio, just like all shows on the Back Home Network, presented by our friends at Home Field Apparel, where they have the largest collection of vintage IU apparel that you will find anywhere. And I mean, like, if you haven't been to Home Field Apparel's website yet, I don't know exactly what you've been doing. Maybe this is your first time listening to the show, but you really need to make sure that you go there because us describing the items it doesn't really do it justice. Like some of the logos that they've brought back are so interesting and so unique and kind of a callback to a bygone era uh, in many ways, but they really kind of capture the essence of the different schools. And what I love about home field apparel is the respect that they have for the history and the traditions of these colleges and universities. You can see those in the descriptions that are written, which really tell the story uh, behind the items. And then, you know, it is an apparel company. So the actual, uh, you know, garments that things are printed on are important. And whether it's t-shirts, long sleeves, uh, you know, hoodies, crew necks, whatever it is, it's comfortable. The colors are nice. It's high quality stuff. And they're a high quality company. We've been working with them now for six years, seven years, have loved every minute of it. Um, you know, they came up through the Kelly School of Business. They employ a bunch of people in Indianapolis, good people, good products. That's why we so fervently support them. And we hope that you will too. So go to their website, homefieldapparel.com. The promo code is new. Use the promo code HOME23 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code HOME23 for 15% off. Wear one for the team. All right, guys. uh, Just a few headlines to get through. Um, We had a little bit of recruiting news. um, A couple of visits uh, set up. These are unofficial visits for players in the class of 2025, but Jalen Harrelson uh, and Malachi Moreno, two big targets in the class of 2025, uh, they are scheduled to come visit on September 2nd, which is the same weekend that Jalen Huchifino, uh is hosting his basketball camp in Bloomington. Uh, so when you see Adam Howard and other people on there talking about how that's going to be a big weekend, that is why. And then, of course, the weekend following that is when Liam McNeely and Derek Queen will be making their official visits uh, to Bloomington. So that is happening. Uh, tickets for the Indiana-Auburn game go on sale Friday. So we're recording this Thursday night. Tomorrow, if you're listening to us now, uh, but they are on sale Friday. I know there was a bit of a mix-up. People thought they were going to go on sale earlier this week. That didn't happen, but they are supposed to go on sale Friday. Uh, you've got the news of Yogi Ferrell and Noah Vonley reuniting in China with the Shanghai Sharks. So that is exciting. Always nice to see uh, former Hoosiers getting professional opportunities. So those are kind of the good Hoosier headlines. Unfortunately, we had two kind of bad Hoosier headlines this week. Uh, One is about Race Thompson, who revealed on Instagram that he injured his leg again a couple months back. Uh, You know, had the opportunity to play in the summer league with the Knicks. I don't think he actually appeared in any games. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think because of that uh, knee injury. Uh, So he's on the mend uh, before embarking on his pro career overseas. So obviously we wish him nothing but the best and a speedy recovery. You know, the amount of injuries that that guy has gone through, uh, he, he has gotten more than his share. And so hopefully he can get through this one, 
go have a long uh, professional career. And then the other one that we want to discuss is Ja'Kai Newton, uh, Indiana's incoming freshman uh, who has been dealing uh, with the aftermath uh, of, a, of a knee injury and procedure that he had back in high school. He underwent uh, a procedure, and, and the way that Indiana termed this was to treat a pre-existing injury. There's no timetable for his return. So, you know, I've talked to a few people who aren't ruling out that he'll be able to play this year. I know everybody kind of immediately jumped to, well, he's probably going to redshirt, and he may, and that may end up being in his best interest. Um, you know, but there are some people who think, you know, there's still a chance, uh, you know, once he recovers from this, and there's still a long time before the season, um, that he may well be be able to get on the court next year. We just have to wait and see. Obviously, we were kind of questioning that before, Coach. This news doesn't give you, you know, a whole lot of you know, kind of warm and fuzzy feelings about his availability. But, you know, Ja'Kai is such a talented guy, such a good athlete. I think we all agree, be cautious, do whatever it takes to kind of repair whatever's wrong and give him the chance to get back to full strength because um, he's a guy that a lot of people have really high hopes for. Uh, but obviously, like everybody else, was disappointed to see the news that he needed to go under the knife again. Yeah, I injuries are, are the thing that can just throw a dagger into any season, any player, uh, any team. And, but then you got to look at it as an opportunity. Get healthy, good doctors, monitoring trainers, uh, strength coaches that can really rehabilitate that. Uh, you know, at our high school, we don't have that. We have trainers who can diagnose things, but th there are professionals here at, at Indiana. Get healthy. And then have an opportunity to start learning. Uh, if you have to sit out some practices or, or delay the start of your physical work, there's a lot of things you can do in film room. And I'm sure the coaching staff and, and Jakai will find a way to to get better. If he can get back on the court and we we can find a spot for him, uh, then let's play him. If not, then you have the red shirt. And so you don't wallow in it. It is what it is, and you tackle it as a staff and, and as a player and that's where teammates come into play too is teammates got to be supportive of a young man who is really excited to probably to be here as a, as a freshman. Uh, so there's a lot of things to take care of Jakai besides just the, the surgery and the, and the rehab. And I'm sure that, uh, he will be okay and, and we'll see him, uh, as soon as uh, he can be cleared. Yep. Chris, before we move on to segment two, I'm just curious since you're kind of there uh, in Bloomington in and around the program, any observations, that you've you know had in the last few weeks with the new guys on campus, like hey, Kalel's bigger than I thought, or this that, like just anything that anything that comes. Oh, he's to mind. big. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's large. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, I've I've been in Cook Hall quite a bit. You know, I was in the Cook Hall a lot over the summer, and it, you know, you hear this all the time, but I, I think it's something that I I like and I appreciate about you know the current status of our program is the kids are nice. They're nice kids. You know, yeah. uh, my kids went to Woodson's camp and, you know, they had nothing but great things to say, you know, and it's, it's, you know, Malik Renew is, is infamous for being such a genuinely nice person. Uh, but Gabe cups, great kid, super friendly, super outgoing, super personable. Um, Malik looks twice as big as he did last year. I think that photo that Cliff Marshall put on on Twitter is no joke. Um, I mean, a lot of us look yeah, twice as big as last year. Hopefully, it's the right. Yeah, that's the true. Right kind of yeah, <laughs> and this is the, yeah, you know, it, but not all of us lose the body fat like he did. But yeah, that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, uh, but you know, I, I I think you know, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, Peyton Sparks is a man amongst boys. I will just say that. Um, 
I think we all kind of saw him coming in being that, you know, junkyard kind of beat, beat him up inside the paint. The guy has to wear a double X jersey. Even Trace didn't have to wear a double X jersey. I mean, the fact that, you know, we have guys like someone like that who has the shoulders that are as big as like, you know, it's just incredible. And so you look at him in person, um, he's just tremendously huge. And, and the cool thing is, is that, you know, I, I do some work down in, in the lower level of Assembly Hall and several times I'll see a walk across the the floor area and he's in there shooting hoops with coach Walsh and he's in there doing rebounding with coach Walsh and he's in there shooting free throws. And so I think, you know, a kid like that is going to put in the time and is going to put in the effort. And I think he'll get rewarded with the playing time that he should get. So I'm excited about him. Um, I feel like people are sleeping on him a little bit. I think it's, 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 and it's, I think it's a big mistake and I think that it's going to, he's going to win games for Indiana. Yeah. I think he, I'm really big on this. I'm really big on him, especially during Big Ten play. It'll be see, interesting to see how the adjustment is from MAC conference to Big Ten. But he has the body fit for it. He is the prototypical Big Ten classic big man. And I, I, I think having somebody like that coming off the bench with the depth that we have with Malik and Kalel at the four and the five is just going to be – it's going to be really interesting to see how he plugs in there. And then you have a guy named like Anthony Walker – who uh, another one who's going to be it'll, it'll be interesting to see where he fits on the floor but another big man that um again a very genuinely nice person um the staff is again I don't they they seem very high on him as a personable person and and as a player who can definitely you know do what he needs to do and add the minutes and 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 find his role in the team but I think overall um it's going to be an interesting year but I I think my biggest thing is just what Peyton Sparks is going to bring, and I'm I'm really excited to see him. And I mean, and I think it'll show up on the floor. But coach, one of the things I love, you know, if we kind of look at Mbako, Renew, and Ware as kind of the starting three, four, five, at least the most talented guys, I love knowing that in practice they're going up against Caleb Banks, Anthony Walker, and Peyton Sparks, who are talented, and especially with Walker and Sparks, experienced big guys. Like there aren't going to be any off days in practice for Mbako, Ware, and Renew, or those guys will come eat their lunch. And I think that's going to make everybody better in the front court anyway. That's a key to, to roster construction as well that a lot of times, you know, pundits don't talk about. You talk about coming in and subbing in, foul trouble and all that. But if you have a deep roster of athletes and length, that's what you go against when you're going to play UConn. That's what you're going to go against when you're playing Michigan State. Sometimes it's hard to replicate even at the college level with your if you don't if you only have five or six dudes, and because then the other guys you're playing against aren't good. That's that is an absolute um, truth that they're gonna they're gonna battle. And when you mix it up too, it, it's good to mix up ones and twos at times. But yeah, the the roster construction has improved as far as the talent and length and we just want to see how that all fits together Uh, but it's headed in the right direction for sure and chris with an excellent note you would be the one to correct me on this since i forgot to add this why don't you uh why don't you let us know the other hoosier headline that i totally slipped my mind when i was putting this together but we should definitely yeah so the uh the latest uh iu hall of fame class was announced um uh alexi carroll tremendous soccer player one of my good friends from from college, Christina Lucas, who was an Olympic diver, two-time Olympic diver, and uh, multiple national champion. And then uh, the big headline is George McGinnis, um, who played one season at IU, 1970-71 season, uh, averaged 29.9 points per game, 
Um, and he's going to have his, uh, his day now as a member, new, uh, newest member of the IU Hall of Fame class. So pretty big deal, I think, for that. Absolutely. Very deserving, all of them. Congratulations to all of them on, uh, on making the Hall of Fame. Okay, uh, coming up here on Assembly Call Radio, as we mentioned, it's trivia time. Chris has come up with 20 questions. We have a couple of community members here with us. Andy and Ryan were not bold enough to take the challenge. But Coach and I are. Actually, they had other stuff going on, but that's okay. But stick with us. We're going to do trivia next. <laughs> that's the wrong answer. Oh. <laughs> I forget who Quang. the others were. Hello, Quang. Uh, okay, let's bring Valerie and Jim and Bob up here. Hey, and let's do okay. Let's do some audio checks here, uh, Bob. Let's check your audio real quick. Make sure everything is good. Check, check. One, two. Sounds, voice. Is it do you hear up me? The microphone. I can't tell if it's. It, it sounds should like a, be. It sounds like the computer, maybe. Yeah. Sounds like the computer. Let me see if I can. Yes, yeah, just see if see here. if the right one's selected. That happens to me all the time. Uh... And then Valerie who brought a ringer in here in gym. They got two people to answer these questions. Ooh, no, oh, they got the logger. Oh, man. How is that? Do you do you like the uh, the Hoosier logger? Yeah. I'm not a logger <laughs> fan. It's okay. okay. But anything coming out of a can that looks like that has to taste good. I mean, or at least yeah, is enjoyable to drink. It's, it's a lot darker than, say, your Coors or uh, Bud... Budweiser, yeah. so it's it's got a little more flavor, you know. It's right. it's, it's not it's bad. bad. It's okay. It's good. Is this any better, Jared? Is this any different? It's it's no different. No. I mean, like it's fine. We can definitely use it that way. It's just not giving me the rich Bob Thompson it, voice audio that yeah. I'm used to. Well, <laughs> so yeah, it may uh, just be the mics either not on or Streamyard's not picking it up. Maybe. Did, this, you, che did is, you check in Streamyard? Sometimes I'm, mine kicks off to another mic in StreamYard. Looking in StreamYard, it's telling me it's what it's supposed to be, but you know, okay. I don't know what else I can do. So I'm so no. sorry. No, like, no, keep it there. It sounds fine. Is, is this different? Like, no. does it no, sound like it's, it's even worse? It's the same. Yeah. So okay, it's picking so up. It must just be bypassing this for some reason. All right, I don't know how to fix it, so I'm not going to waste your time. <laughs> That's okay. We've all we've all heard your beautiful dulcet tones on all of the okay. songs, so we know okay. we know what you sound like. I'll just um, let you pretend. Okay. So you guys all have like paper pat or a dry erase board to answer questions on. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So I'm going to, we'll start segment two. I'll, you know, kind of introduce both of you and ask a couple questions. And then Chris will embarrass us all with questions that we probably can't answer. So here. I, I, I think, I think I'm going to have, uh, whew, it'll be a lot of pressure on me. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Coach just has Shafino written out. Shafino! Uh, okay, here we go. Let's go to segment two. Hi, it's Thomas Bryant. What's the only thing better than being Kentucky in the NCAA tournament? Celebrating it with friends afterwards. Join Jared, Andy, Ryan, and Coach after every IU basketball game. Go Hoosiers. Thank you, Thomas, and welcome back to Assembly Call Radio. I am Jared Morris here with the coach, Brian Tonsoni, and Chris Williams, and a couple of special guests who are here to join us 
for our fun trivia session. Uh, and we'll get to the rules of trivia here in just a second, but I want to introduce our guests. We have a musician and a former uh, music librarian, right? Valerie, is that is that a correct description yeah. of your of your background? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have Valerie Elliott, her husband, Jim, both here with us. Jim, if you are listening on the podcast, is wearing uh, the shirt of the silhouette of Bob Knight throwing the chair. Uh, so we, we definitely support that. Um, Valerie, give us real quick, kind of your background, uh, as an Indiana fan, how long you've been going to games and kind of what got you into it? Uh, well, my family was the last family to get a color TV in the, the big rural Indiana city of Lagodi. Um, so I remember spending lots of hours down in our family room watching IU play in black and white. So, um, yeah, uh, the earliest player I can remember is Kent Benson. That name is embedded in my mind. Um, I actually did not go to IU for my undergraduate because, well, I was from a city of 2,800 people and IU was kind of intimidating to me, but I did do my graduate degree at IU and I was there in 1987. Uh, My parents- Good time to be there. uh, Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, it, it It was funny when I- was walking to the library the next day (laughs) and there was a dumpster that had key smart for president spray painted on it. Um, That was probably coach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was in yellow. Do you have that yellow spray? (laughs) Um, My family wasn't very well to do. So um, I didn't actually go to my first game until I was married. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So um, it's like now that I have season tickets, I just relish every time I'm in there. I mean, we are there when the doors open mm-hmm. and I am there for every bit of it. And I mean, we stay till the band quits playing. You know, they play the one song when uh, they win and then they play the alma mater when they lose. You know, I'm there for the whole thing. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just eat it up because, you know, I didn't get that experience as a kid. Um, I did last year. I uh, surprised my mom. She's in a wheelchair and I got handicapped seating and I took her to assembly hall uh, at 83 (laughs) and took my dad who is now 90. Dad's been there a couple of times, but, um, yeah, my, my mom was right behind the tuba. So, <laughs> but yeah, I've been, you know, I've been a fan for a long, long time. And, uh, you That's know, great. it's just, uh, I grew up in a, you know, in a small town, there is no football, there is basketball. That is it. And that's what I know. That's how we do it. And uh, every, every game that's, Everybody went to the basketball game and I was even so I was even so into it. I went on the fan bus to the away games and 
to add to it, I watched three years of uh, Larry Bird playing basketball. Hey. So, yeah, that's how close I lived the Springs. <laughs> <laughs> and who it's, who are you supporting with your with your t shirt? Is that is that an X shirt? X, yes. Nice. Yeah. Is he your? Would you claim him as your favorite player on the current team? Is that is that the fan club that you're a part of this year? Uh, no. Who is it? I'm 100 percent Trey Galloway. Trey, okay. <laughs> yeah. You and Coach yeah. Marlowe leading yeah. the Trey the yeah. Trey Galloway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm glad yeah. that you both. I'm glad that you both could join us. And uh, we'll see. You you guys have two people here to answer these questions. Oh, he's so we'll... he's just here for. I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and also with us, our next guest actually has intro music, and he made the intro music himself. So here we go: intro music to introduce the great Bob Thompson. Ooh, Bob's the kind of man who write a song even if it's only. One time, one time, one time, he is that man. <laughs> you never disappoint, Bob. Never. Thank all you. The songs, all the songs are wonderful. How are you, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm tired. I've got an eight-week-year-old. Eight-week-old. There you go. Evidence. I'm tired. <laughs> eight-week. You sound, you sound like the dad of an eight-week-old. <laughs> I do. But I'm very excited to be here. I was very excited to get chosen and very happy to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, how about for you, as you look at the, the current team, who's, uh, who's kind of your favorite player on the current group? Um, I think I'd have to say Trey. Um, I think I'm very intrigued by the new pieces specifically Kalel Ware. Like I think his underperformance last year could just keep us from understanding how impactful he could be this year if he realizes his potential, but Trey's a known commodity, and it's all the stuff you want in a player, all the intangibles, all the hustle. So he's got my top spot. Very nice. Everybody loves Trey. Everybody loves Trey. All right, so let's hop in to trivia here. Uh, and let me just lay out the ground rules real quick so that we are all clear. Chris has 20 questions for kind of the main round and then a final round question. Uh, that will, Chris, how are you envisioning that as kind of a tiebreaker type? Are there is there a way to get multiple points out of that, or um, should we just weight it a little heavier? It's one of those where you're going to have to you're going to have to rank in order multiple okay. components, and I think it's just going to be how accurate somebody is in ranking those. Okay, so, so we'll see if yeah. there's like a tie at the end, then we'll figure out maybe how we have to use that. But there's going to be 20 questions. We'll do about 20 to 25 seconds to to answer. Um, and we will write our answers on either a piece of paper or a dry erase board and then hold them up. So that way we don't have to deal with the awkwardness of trying to buzz in or see who had their hand up first, all of that stuff. Whoever answers the most questions correctly wins. And the winner, I have a home field apparel gift card that I got for one of their recent promotions. I haven't used it yet. So whoever wins, I will get you whatever home field apparel item you want using that gift card. You can choose anything you want. So, Coach, I don't know if there's anything left that you don't have, uh, but you can scour the website uh, and see if there's anything there. Uh, and Honor System, no looking at the chat, because we obviously do want the chat to participate. So you guys go ahead and look. We're all in the Honor System not to look uh, at the chat. Um, but you guys, you know, keep score. See how many that you get right. And uh, let's see how many of you can beat us, because it'll probably be a lot of you. A lot. 
So let me uh, let me cue up some music. We're gonna have a little music bed here going on underneath us. Uh, and Chris, we will turn it over to you to start asking us some questions, and we'll do our best. All right, I'm gonna preface. I'm gonna preface this by saying now we might progressively go from easy to hard, and then it might fall back. So I don't have any particular order here. So. If people are saying that's an easy one, well, there's a few in here. They're going to be like that. So, and let's remind we're going to start off. With, we yeah. we did these questions just like we did kind of the uh, the episode a couple weeks ago from 2011 to present. So, kind of the era when that's the show correct. has been going on. That's where these questions are from. Most of them, anyway. Yeah. So, anything from the 2011-12 season to present is fair game. There may be some throwbacks to some earlier stuff but it's it's very much centered on the air the current era of obviously assembly call so okay. let's get started uh this one i think should be hopefully pretty easy so much hype led into the 2020 or excuse me 2012 2013 season as indiana was the preseason number one team in the country part of this fanfare included the appearances of two hoosiers on the cover of sports illustrated before and during the season name these two hoosiers I'll set a timer while we're doing this. So I'll kind I'm of already it. off to a tough start. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think we're about 10 seconds. I think most people will get this one. I'm half confident. Half confident. I know, I know one. I know one. I, yeah, I think no. I know one. Yeah. All right. Everybody's All right. answers in. And time. Let's reveal. Hold them up. Okay. I thought when you said Hoosier, I thought you meant a guy from Indiana. I knew it was Victor. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I meant, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Valerie. So we have, yeah. It was Cody and Vic, right? Yeah, no, she's is, even got, she's got it. Okay. She, oh, we're going to give Valerie the point. Yeah, we're going to give you that's, the Sports that's, Illustrated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you have it right there, you get the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so who's okay? So let's all individually keep track of our points. Yep. Yep. I have everybody down too for that one. So okay, nice. All right. So every, everybody got that one. Okay. All Very right. Nice. We're gonna go to number two here. Okay. In a 2011 game versus Minnesota home game, Indiana's Tom Pritchard came out of nowhere with a monster putback dunk off a missed for Dell Jones three pointer. Who was the color commentator on the Big Ten Network broadcast that evening <laughs> with an exuberant reaction to Pritch's dunk? And time starts. Oh, man. I thought I knew this one, but now I'm second-guessing myself a little bit. Because I Outside think... chance for me. Oh, no clue. oh, 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 oh. No clue. It's, um... Ten seconds. Okay. I'm wrong. I know I am. <laughs> I'm with the coach. You said color commentator, time. right? Okay. Reveal. Color commentator. Oh, color commentator. I know I'm wrong. And the answer is, oh, coach, that's your guy, Quinn Buckner. It's Quinn, right? Yes. It is Quinn Buckner. Okay, good. That's Don't you remember? Because not... he was so excited, it was almost, you couldn't under, it was just, it was one of those things, it was one of those perfect moments where the emotion of the of yeah. that took over him and i believe jared don't you have the pritch shorts am i am i 
I do. do you still have I do. Those? I do okay. have the print okay, shorts. Good. I do. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Are you going to need those to, you... to put? Oh no 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 no! I, I... Yeah, well, you know, never you never know. So the okay. Print slap. Well, the I didn't realize. Thank you. I thought that was the year before. That's interesting. I didn't even realize that that was the year yeah. when we were doing the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I could be wrong. Well, if it is, then I just snuck that one in. So. That's okay. But you know, that's still that's okay. generally the area. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah talking yeah. about. Okay. All right, next question. 2011 and tw- the 2011-2012 season and the 2012-2013 seasons were back-to-back Sweet 16 appearances for IU. This would be the first time the Hoosiers reached back-to-back Sweet 16 seasons since which two seasons? Go. Done. Done. Oops. It's a little easier for us, Jared, because this is kind of like our it's our era. <laughs> this, is, you know. this is wheelhouse territory right here. This is wheelhouse <laughs> territory. So I will give no more hints. Ten seconds. I think yeah, I, I give away a lot there, but that's all right. That's all right. All right. I like this music. It's good. Yeah, this is good. It. And time. <laughs> oh, Jared again. Ninety three, ninety four, ninety four. That's right. Alan Henderson's that's right. Uh, Alan senior season. They lost to yep. Boston uh, College. Junior, junior, or junior, that's junior right. season. Yep, yeah. Lost that, to Boston College. In previous that, season, they lost to Kansas. Was that Brian Evans's senior year? No, Evans senior year was ninety five. Okay, ninety six. Yeah, so ninety two season they went to the final four, and then, yep. Um, yep. but ninety four was yeah. A lot of times it's considered to be the last. Great night team. So yeah. well, because I mean that team. Todd Larry Damon. Bailey, that was Bailey senior year. Yeah, yeah. Henderson yes. Evans. Yep. I mean, you still had three all-time greats on that team. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so where all are we right, at number right four. Now? We are. Get that one? Uh, you're 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 winning. You Jared. were the only one that got it. Okay. <laughs> you have three. The rest of us have one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Do some more questions number... that involve the '93 team, Chris. Come on. It's always yeah, a guy who's go. winning. Yeah. Always a guy yeah, who's winning. Where do we stand? Where did Malcolm Sims go after he left <laughs> IU? Yeah, uh, Cleveland State, right? There, yeah, there we go, there we go. Oh, I knew, you, yeah, my guy. All right, Rob Finnessy's IU career was highlighted by two game-winning three-point shots: one against Purdue, and another against Notre Dame. In the Purdue game, Finnessy caught an inbounds pass from Trey Galloway to set up a corner three shot. Who had the assist in the Notre Dame game for his buzzer beater? Was it Notre Dame or Butler? That was Butler. Oh, Butler. Shoot. Butler. Butler. Okay. Who Butler. had the assist? Who had the assist? I'm 90% sure I got this one. Gosh. I'm embarrassed I put Notre Dame. Good Lord. I'm embarrassed for you, too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if I'm going to get this one right. 10 seconds. I don't know if I'm going to get this tough right. one. We should all get a point for correcting the questioner on the team. You should. Time. <laughs> oh, man. That's bad. No, no, I'm not even going to show you mine. <laughs> You're all incorrect. It's Devontae Green. Devontae. He never passed. Devontae Green, because he was trying to give the pass to oh, Romeo, right. and Romeo was covered. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Romeo that's rolled right. back up to the top of the key to the right. Yep. Wait, Valerie, who did you say? You're not even going to show us? <laughs> no answer. Right. Uh, we're we're going to move on for her. Yeah, okay. Okay, number five. This is going swimmingly. <laughs> yes. During the Tom Crean era, 
How many of his players would be drafted in the first round of an NBA draft? So total number of players that were drafted in the first round during his era at IU. Yes, Ramiyam Ten seconds. Think. Okay, I feel good about this one. I don't know. And time. All right, put it up there. All right, let's reveal. Oh, gee. Oh. Okay, it is four, Did you and the four Noah? are OG and Anobi. Noah Vonley, Cody Zeller, and Victor Oladipo. Nice. Wait, so Valerie, who, let's see who got listed? that one. That hurts. Wait, Valerie had four, but did you get one of the names wrong? I got one of the names wrong. Who'd you? Yeah. Who'd you? Was pull? it Romeo? You, you still get the answer. Wait, no, Romeo. Wait, Romeo. No, was Romeo was. Yeah, that's, was that's, that hurts you. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we're gonna get. Okay, we're gonna say if you got the number right, you're gonna get yeah. the point still. Okay, so that's Jared. Was that Coach? Yep, yep. And Valerie? Yep. How many did you have, Bob? Three? You know, to be fair, Bob just <laughs> bought into the two-year plan stuff that Ryan was talking about over and over again. <laughs> no, <It's> just... <laughs> here's, here's the sad part, is I remembered Von Ley and forgot OG. That's the oh, sad part. Oh, you forgot part. OG? That's oh, oh okay. That's unforgivable. I'm, ang- I'm angry at myself about that. <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> you and the that, Pacers that, that, forgot about OG, that draft, currently. <laughs> Wait, so Valerie, weak, who did Bob. you put? I, I forgot OG and put Romeo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we you got four. We're going to give you, you the points four. on that yep. one. So. You get the points. All right. Next question. Okay. Dating back to the 2011-2012 season, this Hoosier, Hoosier is the only player to achieve a season three-point field goal percentage of above 50%. Who is the player? And you'll get bonus points if you can tell me what season it occurred in. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Can you read that question again? Okay, so there's only been one player in the assembly call era oh. that has shot over thir- over 50% in three-point percentage for a season. One player has done it. Who's the player? And if you can get the right season, you'll get bonus points. Is there a minimum number of attempts needed here? <laughs> He's listed as the only person for this season to do that. So. I would say it's going to be someone you would expect to be shooting three-pointers, not just a random thing where they just shot one or two. So I'll help you with that. Think of a shooter. Ten seconds. I might. And reveal. Maybe not. Dang it. Oh, shoot. I know I got this wrong. I had a brain fart. Okay, I said one. Bob got Matt Roth, which is correct, yeah. but it's the wrong season. That's fair. I'll take Roth, it. Yeah, that's all right. No, you got it. I'll take what uh, I get. So Roth did it in the 2011-12 season. He shot 54.5% from the field. Roth that's a good call, Bob. That's the one I was forgetting. And I think I he converted was, over was 40. Off. Yeah, he was like 42 of 70-something. So it was definitely somebody who was a regular shooter. So we got Bob with a point on that one. Nice job, Bob. Way to go, Comeback starts now. Comeback starts now. That's a big one. All right, number seven. There you go. (laughs) 
Who was the highest rated recruit to sign with IU during the Tom Crean era, according to 247 Sports? Highest rated recruit to sign with IU during the Tom Crean era, according to 247 Sports. Ten seconds. I think I know this. Is Grant Gillon eligible for this question? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> time <laughs> reveal. No, the answer Vonley, right? is Noah Vonley. <laughs> I believe. I, I believe he was number seven. Yes. Overall, and that was the highest. So that's coach. And Jared on that. And one. who is Zeller? I believe Cody Zeller was next. No. Or was I think if I recall, it was Vonley, Blackman, and then Zeller. But I, I could be right. wrong. Really? Okay, I got to check on that. Yeah. See, Jared, all that attention to recruiting that I do, <laughs> yeah. I got that answer right. Right. <laughs> See, Jim, all right. Jim was born in oh. Washington, so I had to say Zeller. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you okay. go. Valerie's trying to get it. She's doing a good job of trying to get some points yeah. <laughs> by making reasonable requests. That's right. There you go. All right, number okay. eight. All right. From the 2011-12 season through the present 2022-23 season, so that last season, so we're just not talking about this upcoming season, yep. how many Indiana Mr. Basketball winners have suited up for the Hoosiers total? Uh. So from 2011-2012, to the 2022-23 season, how many Hoosiers or how many Indiana Mr. Basketball winners suited up for the Hoosiers? If you can just give me the number, that's fine. If you get the players as well, you'll get bonus points. Who am I forgetting? I always, whenever these questions come up, I always forget one person. Okay, I think I'm... I feel relatively 10 seconds. Are we counting out of state Mr. Basketballs? <laughs> Indiana Mr. Basketball. Just Indiana Mr. Basketballs. Okay. Oh, shoot. No, I forgot one. And Man. time. I don't, I don't feel good. Okay. Oh, shoot. Man. Okay. So Valerie's correct with five. Did Blackman so not it's win? Jordan. Blackman did, he did win. not. Dang it! It was um, who was the guy that went to? Is it the guy that went to Kentucky that season? Ended up. It, yeah. Was it that the same season we had the guy who committed here and then he left? Uh, was that a different season? Trey I think Lyles. It was a different season. Yeah, that was the next season. Yeah. Or, no, that was before that, right? Anyways, Jordan Holes, Cody Zeller, Romeo Langford, Trace Jackson Davis, and Anthony Leal. Yeah. So oh my goodness! Valerie remember with did or not. nice job, Valerie. Yep. Yep. There well you done. go. Now, did you know? Did you know the names, or was that just a shot in the dark with the number? I knew four of them, and I guessed an extra one. That's good. That's way to do it. Okay, so all this right, is number question. nine. Oh, no, okay. After number ten, nine. we'll do a reset on the scores. Yep, get everybody sounds good because things are tightening up. Yep. Okay. In the 2012 NCAA tournament round of 32, Will Sheehy's baseline jumper to lift Indiana over VCU remains one of the great memories from that season. Whose layup was blocked, which led to the ball going directly to Sheehy in the corner for his jump shot? Oh, wow. Oh, man. 
I'm assuming it's a Hoosier player, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Yes. Shows you yep, how it is. It's it's one of his teammates. Uh, that's correct. Man, he was literally in the right place at the right time with this. Ten seconds. Dang it! I have two players in mind, and I know I picked the wrong. You can one. only have one, Coach. I'm sorry. I know. I, I can't have or. <laughs> A or B. And time. I didn't. I I erased mine. I don't. Okay. It is Victor Oladipo. It was Victor. Uh, Coach. It was blocked and it went directly to Sheehy. So. Way to go, Will. All right. Way to go. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Okay. Boy, that's a good question. We're we're on number ten. So do you want to wait till after this one? Yeah, Is that correct? Let's do one more okay. question, then All we'll right. do a reset of the scores. All right. You're gonna like this one. Moses Abraham, oh, a coveted, coveted <laughs> IU recruit in twenty ten, ultimately signed with Georgetown. After spending several seasons as a Hoya, Abraham transferred to which Big Ten school? Oh my god. I'm enjoying this immensely, you guys. I, bet you I just are. want you to know that. <laughs> I have no idea who Moses this individual is. Abraham. All right, I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint. It's not one of the original 10 Big Ten schools. Okay. Oh, geez. So there's still like 15 to choose from. Okay, uh, but <laughs> let's just say it does not include the recent West Coast edition from the Pac-12. <laughs> okay. We're, we're narrowing it down more now. I like this. You, you are. <laughs> so essentially, you have four schools to pick from. And 10 seconds. Moses Abraham leaves Georgetown and signs with which Big Ten school? Oh, man. I don't feel good about this one. And time. Those those were some big nights on the message boards. Ooh, Coach. Coach coach again again with the dagger, Nebraska. Did you know that? I don't even. Just guessing. Coach? (laughs) A little both. <laughs> Once he narrowed it down to four, I, I tried to remember yeah. where where he might have gone, and then I thought, okay, Nebraska. I could have been really cruel and said any any Big Ten school, and like said it could have been University of Chicago too, or something like that. But that would have oh, been yeah. cool, so. All right, I have coach with one, two, three, four, and five points. Does that sound right? Yep, sounds about right. Okay, I have Bob with two points. Bob. <laughs> Valerie with one, two, three points. Valerie and Jim, that is. And then Jared with one, two, three, four, and five points. Five. Is that correct? Yep. All right. That's like four in a row here. Okay. So are we resetting? So time. No, still, are we yeah. resetting or are we going to continue on? Yeah, no, let's continue on. There's plenty okay. of time. Oh, I didn't did know for reset. Enough. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Awesome. We're good. Awesome. We okay. This. Question number 11. Archie Miller's first season at Indiana University. Oh, boy. Who had the highest free throw percentage that season? Which Hoosier? Oh, my gosh. His first season? Pull back your memory bank there. I mean, the team free throw percentage was like 56% or something ridiculous. So, 27-2018 season, highest free throw percentage individually. Oh. Ten seconds. It's got to be one of two guys. 
Well, actually, it could be one of like fourteen guys, Jared. There's a, there's yeah. a whole team. Yeah. You know? yeah, but there's some. I mean, it's not Freddie. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right, this is a tough time. One. Now I'm second guessing myself, but what do you got? Let's see what you got. I'm trusting Al. I think it's Al or Devonte. You're all incorrect. It's Oof. Josh Newkirk, eighty percent. Jeez, Newkirk, Josh Newkirk. Wow. Okay. I was trying to think of point guard, and I didn't know if Green was there yet or not. That's not one that you immediately comes to mind. I, I totally really forgot about so. Josh Newkirk. Well, I would have picked Al Durham personally. So I mean, that's an era I actively push out of my mind. So yeah, and now Chris is yeah, making us remember, trying to forget. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fair game. It, it is, is fair game. It is. So. It is. Are you going to ask us All what right. the halftime score was of Archie's first game? Are we going to get that no. bleak? Oh, nope. That's okay. really fair, nope. fair game because I think we all have PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've tried to push all right. memories out of our lives. <laughs> uh, Pack Thanks, Chris. <laughs> You're welcome. We are on number 12. Mike Woodson would return yes. to his alma mater as head coach in March of 2021. How many former IU players have ended up as head coach since 1920? That means former IU players returning to be head coach of their alma mater. How many players? And if you can get them all listed, I will give you an extra point. Time starts now. Might even give you a few extra seconds on this. How many former IU players have come back and coached college basketball or coached IU how many former IU players have ended up back at their alma mater as head coach? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Since 1920s. We're not talking about the guys in the teens that were here for a season and then left. So, again, if you can get the number and the amount the players, you'll get bonus points. I know there's more. I think I'm going to And do just to be clear, it does include Woodson. Woodson is included in that count. Oh, Woodson's included in the count. Yes, Woodson is included in the count. Five seconds. I'm pretty sure there's one I'm forgetting, so I'm just answering time over the numbers I have. Let's I'm see what tired. we got here. I'm going with four. I know Branch, Lou Watson, and Mike Woodson, but who am I forgetting? Oh, Branch. Dockets? Oh, God. The number is five. You're missing Everett Dean. Oh. And I have to get – he's a fair game because – he yep. brought I used first two Big Ten championships. So we have Ever Dean, Branch McCracken, sure. Lou sure Watson. He went here. Yeah. Right. He was I used first all American in basketball. I, for, I forgot about Dockage. So. And then Dockage and Woodson, so five. Wow. So Okay. All right. We should throw that question out. All right. In essence we yeah. did. No one got it right. Yeah, no one got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last season, 2022-2023, Trace Jackson Davis became Indiana's all-time leader in rebounds and block shots among uh, the great story season in so many ways. Yeah. Name the teams IU faced when he reached these milestones. And if you can, the players he passed in the process. And so if you can get both of them, you'll get points, or if you can just get one or the other. So once again, who are they playing when he became the all-time rebound leader and block shot leader in IU history? It wasn't the, the same opponents. game. No, it was not the same game. Two different games. One was at home, one was on the road. And who are the IU players that he passed in the process? Go. Man. Oh, 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 man. O
know the players. The players one is relatively easy. <laughs> Dang it. This is rebounds and blocks, is that right? That's correct. Rebounds and blocks. I'll give you about 10 seconds. Maybe next week we could do a songwriting competition just to yeah. boost my ego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and time. You're, you're in trouble, Bob. We'd all we lose. Do that. Yeah. You're in trouble. Let's see what we got here. All right. So the block, he broke Newton for blocks and Alan Henderson for rebounds, correct? Okay. That is correct. But so, okay. Let's see here. I don't know, remember all right. Teams. Hold on a second here. Keep them up. Keep them up, please. So Jared's going to get one point for having the players. So just to be clear, rebounds was against Iowa. Blocks was on the road at Minnesota. And so rebounds so, was against Iowa. Yep. I guessed that one so, right. You got that one too. So I'm going to give mm, – It's basically the only good thing that happened that, that game. One. Do we have any did, – did I get anything else from anybody else? Did I get, nope. Okay. Do say from okay. Me. All right. So we're, we're going to hey, give Jared two there. <laughs> I had no Elston. idea about blocks. So I had to go to the Tipton Tornado. <laughs> he's my guy. He's my friend, right? I just That's gotta give him some love. Okay. Right. Fantastic. I had no clue who the blocks was, so awesome. I now call out the. To... All right. This is my favorite. This is one of my favorite questions of the evening. Oh, okay. The highest uniform number ever worn at IU has been fifty-five. There's been a few that have worn fifty-five, but only one player since 2011-12 has worn that number. Who is the lone player from this era that we're talking about that wore 55? Scholarship player? Scholarship player, and I'll give you a hint, he was a transfer. So he was not recruited from IU originally, did not play four years at IU, transferred in. Do you want another hint, you guys? Yes. <laughs> he came from a West Coast school. Wait, he came from a West Coast school. Dang. 10 seconds. Come on, Chris. Too many hints. Oh. Real quick. And so, time. I'm an IU fan because of my dad. He just texted me. San Diego chicken. Sh what, did he, what did he text you? He texted me. Tough night. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, fits. All right. <laughs> Fitzner, that's Evan Fitzner, the yes. West Coast. Yeah. So the West Coast coach, coach. Uh, see, coach. See, I should have just left it alone. Yeah. I was ready I'm for sorry. you to ask me. Yeah, Jared gets to scribble because you said West Coast transfer. Valerie, what did yeah. you say? Okay, I said I was waiting for him to ask who was fifty-four. <laughs> mm. Kent Benson. All right, that's right. There you who go. Fifty-three. Yep. Ross Hales. Ross Hales. And, Tamar and Tom Geyer. And Tamar Bates. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Come on, Bob. Number 15. Let's go. Finish strong here, Bob. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> on February 28, 2012, the Hoosiers defeated the number five ranked at that time team in the country, Michigan State. Adding in victories over top-ranked Kentucky and number two Ohio State earlier that season, the Hoosiers had defeated three top five Associated Press teams for the first time since which season? 
So you're going to have to go before this era to think about it. So again, they beat the number one, two, and five AP top five teams for the first time since what season? They did it in 2011-12. When did it happen before? I think Valerie could do well on this one. Gosh, man. Top 10, top five. What was that again? The question. First, second, the top, the number one, number two, and number five. Three top five AP teams for the first time since what season? 10 seconds. Total guess. This is so hard. That's what makes it fun. It is what makes it fun. <laughs> so fun. Time. Let's see it. Valerie, what team was Kent Benson known for being on the most? Oh, I was going to go back to that. <sighs> Dang. The 75-76 season. Uh, wow, really? That was the last time? That was the last time. Wow. wow. That's a tough one. You had thought so much about Kent Benson. I was hoping that had kind oh, of. okay. Well. Yeah. I almost yeah. took I get, and changed give my her a answer, point. But... I'm going to give her a point. She gets a point there. Yeah, I'm the scorekeeper. <laughs> okay. Give Bob a point for I feel like I'm beating up on you guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, Bob, you get a point for that one too. That's unrelated. Don't give me pity points. I don't want your pity points. I'm going to give you a point. Well, your dad's taking pity on you, so I'm going to give you something. You know, yeah, so. All right. MVP uh, is Bob's dad. <laughs> I want I want a song that like that chronicles Bob's experience here. It'll be kind of a very sad, <laughs> you know, deep piano keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a great right. time. Good, good, good. Oh, boy. This one, uh, I'm almost afraid to ask, but we're going to do it anyway. Oh, boy. Okay. Deron Davis and Will Sheehy sit atop this IU oh. statistical category as the only two Hoosiers to achieve this feat. Davis did it at Michigan in 2020. Sheehy did it versus Purdue at home in 2023. If you can tell me the circumstance of the category and the specifics, I will give you extra points and I can <laughs> award points however I want. So I could give you end up getting a million points or something like that. That's right. Chris is getting this is like, uh, around the horn where like, right. you know, the guy just gives points yeah. for whatever reality is just reality's got yeah. the I'm up and down on the toggle. Yeah, we, need, we need a little noise when you're just like giving out then, points like crazy. Then <laughs> Bob and I need points for looking like the MC. <laughs> there Our hair. There it is. Ten yes, seconds. This has to be one of the only questions where you could lump Will Sheehy and Deron Davis together into some sort yeah. of. This is act. This is a great it's question. An, it's such this a statistical a oddity. I love it. It is. I think. I think I know this one. No idea. Shocker. <laughs> I think. I know All right. This. What do you think we got? What do we got here? Most shots without a miss, and I believe it was nine. Right. I, no, I don't have. I don't have anything. Okay, so Jared, you're saying. Perfect from the field? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so but, that is but correct. it's the most shots. I mean, a lot of guys have gone perfect yep. from the yeah, field. No, 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 no. Good point. Most shots. Okay. So, yeah, they were both nine for nine from the field, yep. but they were both perfect. So, I'm going to give Coach and Bob points because they got the statistic right. Jared, I guess I'll give you a point, too. So. <laughs> should get extra credit. I had the number right, too. Jared yeah. should get two. Yeah. He should get two points. Uh, <laughs> give you two there. Okay. Bob, yeah, you, good, I do good the reality work. thing. <laughs> 
Bob, good work getting that text for me there. <laughs> what? Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. We're going right, to stay so what, in the... What question are we oh, on go ahead. now? What question We're are on we? 17, so we have four left before the final question. Okay. Comeback starts now. Okay. Comeback, that's right. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. That's right. Um, we're going to do another statistical category, but I think I think we can get this one. In a 2016 game versus Illinois at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, IU as a team set a record in which statistical offensive category? And if you can be specific, I will give you bonus points. So again, 2016 game versus Illinois at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, IU as a team set a record in which statistical offensive category? And if Didn't you can something be else specific, happened that night too? Didn't someone break a record, record that night? The assist record? Yeah. I think that was Yogi breaking Michael, Michael Lewis. Lewis. I think so. Yep. I think that was the same night. Mm-hmm. We'll do about 15 seconds more if needed. I don't know if I have the number right on this one. It feels like too much. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything right on this one. But <laughs> We've just shattered for, Bob's confidence. Par for the course. It's okay. It's okay. All right. What's your, Let's see what's your what we got IU here. basketball wheelhouse? Like, what's the just like the yeah. team or what, the era that you know? Uh, um, like, I, I fell in love in the early '90s, like most of us. Um, okay. Statistically, I'm not. I'm just not your guy. Clearly, so um, you know, I love the Cheney was my guy. Uh, Eric Anderson was my first guy, but you know, Malcolm Sims was my guy. Malcolm Sims. Well, I was we a big Cleveland Malcolm State Sims, fan too. Man. So he was the future, Chris. <laughs> that was just such an interesting player. All right, let's see what we got here. It's most three-point makes in a game, right? So it's most three-point three-pointers made with 19. Oh, Jeez, Jared, holy cow. All right. Jeez. So wait a minute. So Bob got that. Just Coach got, did you get percentage or wait? I said three percentage on total made threes. Nope. Nope, sorry. I mean, that might Jason. be right, actually. It's possible that's correct. Uh, I, don't think that's I didn't look at that for. one specifically. So <laughs> yeah, I got so Bob. If they hit 19 threes, <laughs> right? Jared has two more. But that's definitely the most it's in a nice. single game, for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So I would. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, I should coach. get a half a point. No, no. no. Right. Half points, we're not, we're not, you know. So it turns out, talking for each game for like an hour afterwards, some of these things sink in that happened in these games. <laughs> this is this could become like the the classic <laughs> Office episode when they're on the beach and Michael awards points, gold stars, and thumbs up for <laughs> yeah. those things. So, all right. You see, Bob, you're not getting those, a lot of points, no. but the gold stars and the thumbs up, like you're. I'll take up those all day. Those. I'm a yeah. teacher. I'll take those all day. Yeah. All right, number eighteen. Okay. Trace Jackson Davis. In a 2021 game versus Marshall, scored 43 points, eclipsing Steve Alford's record that had been held previously to that. However, we're not talking about the points. Also in that game, Trace tied a previous IU record with 18 field goals that was initially set by which IU big win, big man. This is a tough one. 18 <laughs> field goals, 18 field goals in a game? Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, Trace's 18 field goals against Marshall in 2021 tied the initial record by which former IU big man? Okay. Do you want me to give you some hints here? Would that help anybody? Coach, I can say I don't have Do to give hints need? if you don't want me to. Is it that obscure that we I'll need have. hints? 
let's just say it's it's gonna be hard. But okay, I'll give you a hint. Um, ba, 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 ba. how Maybe do like I an say era? Seventies. So this is one of the throwback questions that you know, do. And I would say one of the more underrated big men in IU history. I think I know that helps. I'll give you 10, 15 more seconds. And I would be very, very surprised if somebody knew the the, the team it was against. But I could be the wrong. team it was against? Yeah. I mean, again, you're. I don't Man. think – I think about these things way too much, so. That's why we asked you to ask the question. There you go. Okay. I can't wait to see Valerie's board. What's going on over here? (laughs) All right. Are we ready? (laughs) We got some laughter. Steve Downing. Okay. So coach says Downing, Downing, McGinnis, Bellamy. Oh, I was going to put Bellamy. Off by a couple couple decades there, Bob, but that's okay. It is Steve Downing. It was actually when he set the initial – he set the initial Assembly Hall scoring record with 41 points against Illinois in 1973. Illinois. Okay. So we got Coach right, and so Jared on that one. <sighs> yep. Bellamy was a good guess. All right. Bellamy's a great guess. I mean, outside of that. I, I truly, but. yeah, I truly think Downing is always overlooked and forgotten as a big man in history. So I, yes. I, I do anything I can to, to highlight his career. So. That's, Downing's awesome. And he's the athletic director and, now know, at Marion. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had the they had the 73 team honored last fall and he spoke and one of the funniest things he said was I thought I'm paraphrasing this. I thought for certain everybody had forgotten about us. So, um but it was great. John Ritter was there. Um, you know, so many of those guys, Laskowski was there, Steve Green. It was really cool to see that that team there. So, Okay, All right, we're at, down to two Points wise, now with Point two values. questions. To okay, go. so um, let's see here. Six, seven. I have eight for coach. Okay. Uh, then eight, nine, ten. I have t- twelve for Jared. Okay. I have the two point questions. Five for Bob, and I have four for Valerie. Okay. We're doing golf scoring, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. most under par. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, two left in the preliminary round. So number nineteen, okay. who was the last Hoosier IU basketball player to be named the Big Ten Sixth Man of the Year? Ooh. Ooh. Last Hoosier to be named the Big Ten Sixth Man of the Year? I think I know this one. Okay. Valerie, why the long face? Oh, it's not long. I think I know this. (laughs) Ten seconds. Are we good? Does anybody need more time? I don't think so. All right, let's reveal. It's Max, right? Max Bielfeld. Max Bielfeld. Yeah. 2016. All right, Bob. I got one, Dad. I got one. Bob. <laughs> that should be the chorus of the yeah. new song. I thought I got one, Dad. You got one, Dad. 
Dang, you're almost yeah, I, I would take me. Quit feeling sorry, Bob. She, she, you're yeah, only she, two behind. I think a lot of times we forget about Bielfeld. I think that yep. you know he was such an integral part of that 2016 season. Yes, so. Helped us win at Rutgers finally, remember? Yep. Yep. He and OG yeah. turned that game around. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I kind of broke the rules here a little bit. And I wanted to include a very obscure question that may be just a couple years before the 20, but it's kind of like the same. We talk about the same era because, but we may want to forget about the season. So I'm kind of cheating here. So I apologize, but I thought this was an interesting question. All right. We're going to go back to Kareem's first season. So I know it's not 2011, 12, but it's, oh gosh, you know, so 2008, 2009 season, this Hoosier would lead the team in field goal percentage at just above 50%. This Hoosier would lead that. There's a reason why I put this one as the last one for this purpose. Again, 2008-2009 season, Kareem's first season, this Hoosier led the team in field goal percentage, and it was just above 50%. I can. I will be happy to solicit any um, hints if needed. If coach doesn't want me to, though, I don't want to get scolded by no, coach. That's good. Okay. Fifty um, percent. So we had someone shoot fifty percent that season. I'm just kind of kind of boggles my mind that someone shot fifty percent. Indiana native, um, undersized big man. Is that helping anybody? All right. This. All right. You ready? This will. I want everybody to get to. Okay. Walk on. Uh, oh, shoot. Oh, I, I'm seeing oh, him now, oh, but oh, I, oh, the, oh, the I name is escaping. I'll give you another hint. He sells real estate now. I know it. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. That's Anthony. Anthony. I'm going to know it as soon as we say it. Ready? <laughs> yeah, not quite Anthony Leo. Not that far back. <laughs> All right. Do we need any more oh. time? I, I think I got it at the last second. Really nice guy, too. Met him a couple years ago. All right. Yeah, we no reveal? Clue. Valerie, think like six foot seven power forward. <laughs> I'm going to give Val, I'm going to do one more hint. Okay. He was one of the few players that played for Samson and then played for Crean. And if I'm not mistaken, he was only one of two that stayed. Got it. That's the clincher. That's the clincher hint right there. Yeah. Oh, that's Bob's going to pass me. I'm going to get a text from Bob's dad here in a couple minutes. (laughs) I thought Bob was having a bad day, Coach. You let him pass you. I'll I'll, I'll stick what I got. It's probably wrong, but. Okay, let's see it. Oh, Tabor. That's what I meant. That's what I meant to write. What? I Tom, Tom Geyer? Yeah, I meant I was thinking the wrong name. I don't get Kyle it. Kyle Tabor. That's who I was All right. Who did just coach and Bob? All right. Kyle Tabor. Tom, 50, I think it was like 50.2%. Because wasn't it him he, and Brett? He, 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 were the two. Yeah. yeah, he played. He was on nights last season. He was in the late 90s, okay. 2000. Yeah, right, I was so thinking we have Tabor and Bob I got and coach. Name. All right. I get nothing. Okay, so we have now reached our final question. Okay. Okay. So there's there's like a big chance to come back here, right? Should we do Jeopardy rules so people can like bet all of their points 
Yeah, so let's make sure we're on the same them. page here. So help me out here because I got to go back and look at the points here. Okay. So I'm not going to win. Hey, Valerie, Valerie has four. Hey, you know anything's possible here. Anything's possible. Bob has. He may ask you to list all the I have songs seven. Is that correct, Bob? That, that sounds right. Okay, Coach has one, five, six, you got, Coach? seven. Eight. I have nine for Coach, right? Nine for yeah. Coach. Okay. Yep. And then Jared had five, six, seven, eight, thirteen for Jared. Okay. Yeah. So you can, you can, you can bet everything you have. So you can wage all your points, or you can wage none of your points. Okay. So you have to write down how many points in the upper right-hand corner you're willing to wager right now. So before the re I read the question. All right. Here so we go. Everybody good? And do we have Got to get it. all parts of the question correct? Because you said it's a multiple-part question. Um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm down with that. We're doing it on the Okay. Play. I love this place. <laughs> place the following players in order from highest to lowest in terms of their career, IU full career, field goal percentage. So you're going to hear the players. So I'm going to give you the players and you can write them down and then arrange them how you want. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Tom Pritchard, Cody Zeller, Noah Vonley, Jawan Morgan, and Trace Jackson Davis. So again, I'll read them again so you can write them down so you have them. Tom Pritchard, Cody Zeller, Noah Vonley, Jawan Morgan, Trace Jackson Davis. I need you to place them in order on one to five, one being they had the highest field goal percentage, five they meet, they had the lowest field goal percentage, okay? I'm gonna give you Let's give you 45 seconds. All right. Man, the field goal percentage. And this one's tricky because Noah only played the one year. What? You guys don't just know this? Come on. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stick with it. Down gut. to that 100th of a percent. Come on. I'm going to stick with my gut feeling. Yeah, come on. One. It's probably wrong, but I'm going to go with my gut. It's usually the best way to go. Definitely. Man, that's a tough one. I th I'm pretty sure I know who number one is. I'll give you 15 more seconds. 15 more seconds. Valerie has just talked. Valerie's her got it. That's, that's oh, an emphatic. No, 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 no. She's got it. She's got it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right. So I'm going to have all of you reveal. Uh, let's do that. So I have Jared in my up, upper left-hand corner, the Hollywood Squares. So let's see okay. what you got here. I have wagered all 13 of my points. Ooh. Okay, so all 13. Ooh, all and let's see what your reveal is. So what's your order? Cody, number one. Trace, number two. Noah Vonley, number three. Juwan Morgan, number four. And Tom Pritchard, number five. Okay, one more time, please. Cody, number one. Yep. Trace, number two. Noah, okay. three. Jawan four and Tom Pritchard five. Okay. And coach, 
How many are you wagering? All of them? And you have Vonley and Zeller, TJD, Morgan, and Pritchard. Vonley's the wild card because I do not remember what his. All right, uh, Bob. I know he shot like forty some percent from three, but I can't. Remember I have the same. Oh, they're all of them. I bet all of them. Okay, same as coach. Same as coach. Vonley, Zeller, Trace, Morgan, and Pritchard. Okay? I got coach's text. I yeah. like you, Bob. Okay. All right, Valerie, let's see it. <laughs> Betting all four. Wow, look at Pritchard. All Pushing our chips in. Pritch slap. Pritchard. Trace. Noah. Jawan and Zeller. Okay, I'm going to review here real quick. Okay. Noah, the big wild card. Coach is looking pretty cool. Well, I can tell you right now, none of you got it correct. <laughs> So here's the correct order. None of you got it correct. So here's the correct order. And so if you have a spot correct, what I want you to do is I want you to circle it. Okay. So if you have a person in the right place, I want you to circle it. So number one is Cody Zeller, 59.1%. Boom. Okay. Well number two, Trace Jackson Davis, 56.5%. Right. I had the top two right. Number three, Jawan Morgan, 56.2%. Number four, Tom Pritchard, 52.9%. Wow, so Noah was last. We Bob, did. we did well. And Noah Vonley lasts at 52.3%. So go ahead and circle the ones you got right and show me on your board. All right. Bob, we should have stuck in... to lesson planning. Yeah. I got one That's in right. correct. That's right. No circles. Okay. No circles. All right. No circles. So, so Coach and Bob... So this is kind of a difficult situation because only two of you got, you know, them correct. So it's kind of like, I don't know. What do we do here, Jared? Well, okay, so wait. How many did they get correct? How many did Bob and Coach get correct? None. They got zero. They got none. I got two. And Valerie, how many did you get? One. You got two. Valerie got one. Okay. Hmm. Should we have one more question yes, between the two of you? Okay, let's do another okay. question. I'm down with that. All right. Let's see. How many here. career points did Calvert Cheney score? <laughs> I can tell you that. Okay. It's two thousand six hundred and fourteen. Hmm. That's right. <laughs> okay. And Jared, you said two. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. So Valerie wins. <laughs> if I ever miss that question, I would yeah, Valerie. I'd be done. I'd be done. Oh man. I also would be able to get into my house because that's the code for our house alarm. Yes. Yes. I shouldn't yes. say that out loud. You just right. woke up past that. You just said that out loud. <laughs> no one who lives around me. That's right. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Okay, I'm, let me think here. Let me think here. <laughs> just wake up and coach is mm. on the couch. You told me the password. <laughs> Ask me something about a school song. I guarantee I'll win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we, do. we need to come back and have mm. a music trivia. And then Coach now get our yeah. butts whooped. I'm drawing a blank. I see. This is why I should have had extra questions. This is why I should have had extra questions. So, hmm. Okay. All right. I got one. You got one. Just like turn around and look at your wall and you can probably come up with 15 questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Trace Jackson Davis scores 43 points against Marshall. Okay. Mm -hmm. Breaks Steve Alford's record, who had 42 points. 
against two. Jeez. So which team did Alford score 42 points against to ba- break Steve Alford or uh, Steve Downing's that record? Was the, of 41? That was the Assembly Hall record, right? Correct. Who did Alford do it against? Valerie, do you know this one off the top of your head? I may have accidentally slipped it during the broadcast, too. So, just saying. I don't think it was them. I I need this music when Ryan's talking on a regular podcast. <laughs> just, like, be able to mute, mute Ryan and play oh this little jazz riff, and then I will be happy. Come on, it's I against a Big Ten team. In. I'll tell you that. It was against a Big Ten team. <laughs> Hey, Chris, while they're thinking, where did Thomas Bryant's field goal percentage lie amongst those top five? His was high. He, I think he was actually tied with one one of those. I think it was either Trace or Zeller. I couldn't remember. And that's why I didn't include him because I didn't want to have the the tie. So his was extremely high. Yeah, I would have put him. 10 seconds. If you had included him. Man. Oh, which Big Ten team is that? It's a Big Ten team. I'm giving you a hint. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I've written and scratched out. All right, let's see what we got here. I'm going with Iowa, and I don't think it's right. It's so oh, out no. They both put Iowa. It's Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State. Okay. I don't know what to do here. This is a dilemma. That you know, Bob, we knew that, didn't we? I think it's a tie. I had Michigan. I think State we give the w. points. I think we give the trophy, the championship, and thumbs up, and the gold stars to Valerie. That's hair, hair. I, think, I think so. Well, okay. So here's the thing. For I know we said that the winner would get the home field apparel thing, but for joining us, you both get items from home field apparel Aww. for being here, well, yep. putting up, nice. putting up with us. So I'll because uh, I actually straight I out two, of my closet. I have, oh. Yeah, I have two <laughs> gift cards. I certainly wasn't going to buy Coach anything. No. <laughs> we're not spending. We're not spending any money on you two. I'm just sending you, you know, game worn home field. Game worn. That's right. You you should try and auction off whatever you were wearing during the Shafino celebration. You might be able to get. Oh you know, man, fifteen bucks yeah. for that or something. Get a pretty penny. By the end of the night, auction off much, the. So. Yeah, the, the unseen video. Yeah. <laughs> Highest bidder gets the, the secret video. I get, <laughs> I get, video. I get hair of the game because I've dyed my hair red. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Ready for the season? That's not fair, Valerie. Ready for the season? Well, Bob, <laughs> Bob, <laughs> Valerie, and Jim, thank you for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Chris, yeah, well, yeah thank, thank you all. Thank you for doing thank that you. and putting that together. Thanks for um, That was a lot of fun. So I'm curious, you guys in the chat mob, did anybody? Uh, Anybody score really well? Let us know. Or if you're listening at home and you were keeping track, uh, let us know. Because we'd love to know how you guys did. And we'll come back and do uh, we'll do more of these. All right, let me close that out. Uh, okay. Well, before before we leave, Bob, any final thoughts that you would like to uh, that you'd like to share with the audience? We're all very much looking forward to uh, whatever new songs you spin up because they're always wonderful. Well, thank you. Um... I was not prepared for any thoughts, but this was super fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to the season for sure. Um, but I'm first looking forward to the football season. Like I think yes. we're going to get shellacked, but I'm still uh, hopeful every year. So I'll be at the Ohio State game to see it all in person. Very nice. Yeah. 
Very nice. Valerie, any final thoughts from you after a night of trivia? Um, I was def- I'm definitely better at the old questions. <laughs> uh, well, well, that uh, I think I put it in the chat. Um, the music room was part of the arts division and I had to work down there and the Dewey Decimal System is quite odd, and the sports section falls between photography and linguistics. Hmm. So we got a lot of uh, IU sports questions. So I, I know older stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up a lot. It, it, um, 5 to 5.30 was the last you worked um, you worked five five thirty and got off at five thirty and we called that bar bet because people would be calling in drunk with bar bets. <laughs> oh man! So you would get one person on the phone. No, that's not right. Then the other person would go, "Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm right, I'm right." So, mm. <laughs> and you would and you would settle the dispute. Yeah. So you were the internet before the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. And, and the thing is, is that you had to know what book to go to. And that's why library science was so damn hard is you had to know (laughs) what book to go to and what Mm -hmm. book had that information. And um, you really needed a liberal arts background because you had to know enough about everything to know where to start. So that's why when I went to U of E, it was a liberal arts college. So, Mm. You know, I had a broad, a broad background, so it, it's just like, you know, whenever I'm in a room full of people with PhDs and stuff, it's like I know enough about everything that I can bullshit my way. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know we'd need the bleep button for Valerie. <laughs> now, now we got the E mark. Right. <laughs> Explicit right. on the podcast. That is okay. Well, Valerie, Bob, thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, Coach will take a picture of his closet and let you pick whatever you want. And Amy will be very happy to have two more items out of there. Uh, Chris, thanks again for doing this, man. Any final thoughts from you as we head into football season right around the corner and then basketball here before we know it? I mean, it's a lot of, you know, question marks. What's going to happen? I, I still get pumped up for football season. I'm we just got our tickets in the mail today. Um, yeah, I'm one of those guys that requested paper tickets, which I know it's kind of becoming a lost art, but I like that. But yeah, um, I just want to mention one more thing earlier. Um, the other Hall of Famers that we that I forgot to mention, um, Derek Druin. This is among that IU class. I want to just mention this really quick. Derek Druin, the two-time Olympian uh, in the high jump, is also among that class. Uh, Tina Waters, who's a great tennis player for IU in the 1980s under Lynn Loring staff. And then Dr. Larry Rink rounds out the class, who's been an institution. He's been on that bench for so long. He replaced Dr. Brad Bamba as the guy who sat next to coach for so long. And he's been with so many uh, programs and or different uh, coaches now. And he's he's just such a great dude and uh, a great part of that uh, that staff. So uh, highly, uh, highly deserving for all of them. But I uh, wanted to definitely uh, mention Dr. Rink as well. So here's my question for you, Chris. <clears throat> if we did IU sports trivia with you, Galen, and Jeremy Gray, rank where you feel, uh, how you feel that would end up. Oh, boy. 
Uh, Galen is the human encyclopedia more than I am. And the thing with him is that he can recall specific like plays and games. I can't do that. I can do the numbers. Um, but Galen's on an entirely different stratosphere. So I couldn't even touch him. Uh, I've had a lot of good conversations with Jeremy. I think we could probably compete. It would be interesting to see what the sports would be if it was basketball. I think we would we we go head to head, but I think Galen again, he's on a different level. I, yeah. I really do, and especially when you bring in his football knowledge, I mean, it's it's second to tough. none. That'd be tough. So, All right, yeah, we got to do yeah. more trivia nights. So, this was we, we we have great conversations. Yeah, yeah, we have great conversations, and he's in. It blows my mind just what he remembers about stuff. So, yeah, I agree. All right. Well, let's get out of here, Coach. Any final thoughts from you before we close up? Just quickly, a shout-out to Bob's dad. Uh, we now know why Bob is such a great man because his dad doesn't pull any punches, doesn't sugarcoat anything, you know, uh, keeps him well-grounded. Uh, no, thanks, Bob and Valerie. It's always good to to have you guys on and to see you. And, and Chris, again, unbelievable friend uh and we're getting closer to, to iu uh, sports uh volleyball is kicking off uh tomorrow i think they have a, a match right um, yep. i saw some people tailgating uh richie and joel and all that stuff so yeah get your iu stuff yes, out and be ready to go to bloomington and enjoy uh, i'm looking forward to it who's yep. your fan fest is saturday that's right yep. who's your fan fest is saturday i'll be yep. there awesome go there support the guys um and yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up here. That will do it uh, for this edition of the Assembly Call. As always, if you want to see us do the show live, you can join us at assemblycall.com on Thursday nights for the live broadcast of our Assembly Call radio recording. Thank you, as always, to Bob Thompson for producing our music and for actually being here live tonight. Thank you to John Ringer of rigdesign.com for designing our logos. And as always, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week to continue our off-season conversation about the Hoosiers. Until then. Take it from me, Thomas Bryant. Keep your elbows in and your eyes on the rim. Go Hoosiers. All right. I got to get out of here, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Here I come. This is done, Sony. All right. Valor, do you know I have a bunch of old drops from you from back in the day when you you made an appearance on Assembly Call Radio back in the day? Oh. Let's see. We got, we got He's got one. receipts. Yeah. Bob Knight is God. <laughs> Let's see. What other ones do I have? I got this one. Key Smart for President. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really like Rob Fennessy. Yeah, you were big on Rob Finnessy back then. I think that might have been – I think you came on the offseason after his freshman year, I believe. We did yeah. interviews with community members. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Rob was at – Rob was uh, one of the special uh, guests for the uh, Woodson camp this summer, and the kids were ecstatic that he was there. And he was awesome. – he felt the love. It was really cool that he – you know, because I know that when he went to Cincinnati, it, it – the injuries continue to follow him. So it's, you know, it's nice that he was, Oh yeah. Yeah. It was great to see him embraced by, uh, by everybody. So that's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you for everybody in the chat who was watching live and we'll be back. I don't know if I'll be here next week, but I think Ryan and Andy uh, should be back. So we'll have something riveting to discuss in the off season. 
see what happens between now and then. A lot of good, a lot of big recruiting weekends coming up. So pay attention to that. All right, everybody. All right. See you all soon. Have a great week. Take care. Yep. See y'all. Thank you.